We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Morning Coffee with Mav Stepback, uh, where I, Dalton Trigg, give you a quick rundown of everything going on in the league the night before, uh, score-wise, and you know what's coming up with the Dallas Mavericks uh, either that day or in the coming days. Uh, you can find me at Dalton underscore Trigg on Twitter. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to the Mavs Step Back on all your favorite podcast platforms. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts for a chance to uh, win t-shirt giveaways or ticket giveaways. We do those every now and then as well. And then be sure to check out everything we've got going on at DallasBasketball.com. Obviously, game day coverage, uh, top to bottom. I mean, it's just it never stops churning over there. Uh, if it's about the Dallas Mavericks and it comes out, uh, we are covering it over there. So be sure to check out DallasBasketball.com. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks, they take on the Utah Jazz today. Uh, it is Wednesday, November 2nd. Uh, early morning. Hope you've had your coffee. I've had mine. I'm good to go. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks three and three take on the surprisingly efficient Utah Jazz. They're six and two to start the year, uh, which is, I mean, nobody saw that coming. Uh, but like I mentioned on my last, uh, NBA update pod, you know, Will Hardy has been a great coach for them. Laurie Markkinen has been really, really good. I mean, he's, he's outperformed all expectations, you know, based on what he's done so far in his NBA career, uh, you know, they got guys like Colin Sexton, they've got the the veteran Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson who have familiarity there. I mean, overall, they just have a good mix of young players and they like playing with each other. There's been instant chemistry and, you know, their record is reflecting that right now. So, although it's a home game, although the Mavs have had you know, nearly three, or well, they will have had three full days off by the time tip-off happens tonight uh, at 7.30. You know, it's it's not going to be an easy game by any means for the Mavs. So, they need to come in focused. Uh, Luka's going to need more help than what he's gotten up to this point. Uh, if they're going to, you know, in, not just end up getting the win, but, you know, potentially not get embarrassed with, with how well uh, this Utah Jazz team is playing because 
Uh, the Jazz, they're coming off of back-to-back wins over the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the first one was fairly close, one-point win. Uh, the most recent one two days ago was a blowout uh, over the Grizzlies. So uh, the Mavs, they, they got to be on it tonight. It's going to, you know, <laughs> there's no, there's nothing else to say. They just they cannot start the games off, this game off, the way they have in previous games and, you know, expect – expect to beat this team not with how they're playing they're just they're simply too good and that's a surprise but that's the reality of it and we will see how they do uh going to the nba scoreboard uh from tuesday night november 1st uh the chicago bulls outlasted the brooklyn nets zach levine was absolutely amazing i watched the uh the second half of this game uh, and, you know, the Nets, they were in control. They had the lead for, you know, most of the game. But then they started to, to tire out toward the end of it. Uh, it was Kyrie Irving's worst game as a Net. Only four points on two of 12 shooting in 33 minutes. Uh, you know, maybe he was distraught over, you know, the, the Nets fire or Well, sorry, not firing. Parting ways, in quotations, uh, with Steve Nash, which... You know, you can believe what you want to believe there. I think it was, uh, I think it was, Nash was fired and, you know, they're just trying to make it sound better. But anyway, Kevin Durant, as always, you know, he's consistent and he led the way uh, with 32 points on 9 of 16 shooting, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks and a steal, but he had 7 turnovers. And some of those turnovers were horrific. Uh, It's like the dude forgot how to pass in the fourth quarter and was just, you know, giving Chicago opportunity after opportunity. Uh, And then on the other side, in the fourth quarter, Zach Levine, who has been, you know, the subject of many uh, Mavs pipe dream ideas over at DallasBasketball.com over the years, went absolutely nuclear in the fourth. Uh, Scored, he outscored the Nets himself in the fourth quarter, 20 to 19, uh, and ended up with, 29 points on 10 of 21 shooting, 5 of 11 from 3, had 5 assists to go with it uh, as the Bulls beat the Nets 108 to 99. Uh, so, the the Bulls beat the Nets, the Warriors' struggles continue as they lost to the struggling Heat. The Heat were only 2 and 5 going into the last night. The Warriors were 3 and 4 uh, and the Heat end up beating the Warriors' 116 to 109. Uh, so now both of those teams are three and five. The the Warriors they they don't look like the uh, the championship team that we saw last year. Uh, they've got and Steve Kerr said that after the game he, he was just like look this this is not the same team we're gonna have to find our own way uh, and you know we'll we'll see how it goes the rest of the season but so far Clay Thompson just doesn't look like himself. Uh, we don't know if the the locker room drama between you know Draymond Green and Jordan Poole is having anything to do with it uh Steph Curry seems to be Steph Curry uh but that seems to be like the only the only given for that team right now so warrior struggle uh the magic and the thunder two young teams uh one's a little bit further along than the other uh, the Thunder are four and three after beating the Magic last night, one sixteen, one oh eight. 
It was close throughout the fourth uh, until the Thunder just finally pulled away because the Magic could not hit a shot to save their lives. Uh, and the Magic are 1-7 and seven now. Thunder, Thunder 4-3. and three. And Shea Gillius-Alexander uh, has been a superstar for them, averaging like 32 points and uh, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, I believe, per game. I mean, he, he has been playing at a superstar level. He showed it against the Mavs in, in that uh, that inexplicable uh, choking loss that the Mavs had. You know, when you're up 16 points less than four minutes to go, you should never lose a game like that. But they did, and uh, SGA was a big part of that as he had, you know, 38 points in it. But, uh, yeah, the Thunder, they're, they're showing some life. You know, they don't have uh, Chet Holmgren, who was the number – two overall pick in the 2022 draft behind uh, Paolo Banchero. You know, he's out for the entire season with a foot thing, so they don't have him. They didn't have, uh, you know, some of the other guys that they normally play. But yet the Thunder are are winning games so far this season. So that has to be a welcome sight for the, the faithful OKC fans who have been through the last couple of years of, you know, dreadful tanking and, just not being able to get over the hump, but that was a fun game. Uh, the Magic, they're they're a long ways away from you know where they want to be, but Banchero looks every bit the part of a number one overall pick. Uh, his size is, is incredible, uh, and you know he's able to handle the ball. He can be like a point forward, kind of like what we see with Luca on a nightly basis. So. The future's bright for both of those teams. It's just, you know, OKC's just a little bit further along uh, than, than Orlando. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? 
you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. So, uh, the final game of the night was the Phoenix Suns versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, the Timberwolves up and down season continues. They're only four and four. Uh, you know, there was a lot of hype when they traded for uh, Rudy Gobert over the offseason. And, you know, that, that combination with him and Carl Anthony Towns, I mean, although it has potential, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, what's the word, weaknesses uh, with having those two on the floor at the same time. Because, you know, we know Rudy Gobert depending on what the other team's big looks like, if he's versatile and can stay out on the three-point line. If you draw Rudy out there, uh, you know, it creates issues for your defense, uh, you know, for the entire team. So uh, they've been up and down. They're 4-4. Four and four. They ended up losing to the Suns last night, 116-107. to 107. And look, the Phoenix Suns, and I mean, I know a lot of Mavs fans uh, don't like the Phoenix Suns. I didn't too much care for how – you know, how how the fan base for them approached uh, the Mavs playoff series last year, you know, predicting a sweep. And then in the series, you had Chris Paul and Devin Booker mocking Luka. And, you know, all that's been well documented. And we know what ultimately happened uh, in that game seven. But, you know, over the offseason, after that series happened, seemed like everything was starting to fall apart for them. Uh, DeAndre Ayton and coach Monty Williams, uh, you know, they were having some, some issues and reportedly didn't even talk over the off season. Uh, and then, you know, they lost to the, to that Australian basketball team in preseason. They were like 20 something point favorites, uh, and they ended up losing. So people were thinking, oh man, what's going on here? And then opening night against the Mavs, it looked like the same start from game seven where the Mavs were just blowing them out, just blowing the doors off of them. Uh, but the Mavs end up blowing a 22-point lead in that home opener and ultimately ended up losing the game by two points. And since then, I mean, the Suns, you know, their overall record, they're 6-1. and one, And they're 5-0 and oh at home. So, you know, the Suns are, are right there. They're they're right back uh, where they're you know where they've been the last two seasons and uh, you know ultimately they have to prove it when it gets to the postseason but uh, regular season wise you know the pieces are still there for them to be an elite contender in the Western Conference. Uh, some of the biggest highlights from that game: Anthony Edwards and Gobert. I'm sorry, not Gobert. I was looking at the. <laughs> <laughs> the plus minus Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns had 24 points each in that one. Despite the loss, uh, Edwards continues to, you know, just look like a, an absolute stud. You know, he had a good playoff series against the Memphis Grizzlies last year. Uh, and then on the sun side, surprisingly for the suns, Cam Johnson led the way with 29 points, uh, four, Four starters altogether for the Suns were in double digits. Uh, Mikael Bridges, 19 points. Chris Paul, 15 points, 12 assists. Uh, looked like more of a vintage performance for him. 
And uh, Devin Booker had 18 points on just 6 of 18 shooting, but he also had 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, So, that was the entire NBA slate for Monday night. And then right now in the standings, so in the East, I'm just going to run through top to bottom, 1 through 8. I mean, it's early these are going to change on a nightly basis, but right now in the East, from the first seed down to the eight seed, you've got Milwaukee Bucks one, Cleveland Cavaliers two, Boston Celtics three, Toronto Raptors four, Atlanta Hawks five, Philadelphia 76ers six, Chicago Bulls seven, and Jalen Brunson and the New York Knicks eight. Uh, and then on the outside looking in, by a half game, you got the Charlotte Hornets, who have been led by a resurgent uh, Dennis Smith Jr., which, you know, m- most Mavs fans love to see, although we wish it was happening in Dallas because it definitely could have uh, if the Mavs have wanted it, but they didn't. Uh, meanwhile, in the West, Suns are the one seed right now. Uh, Portland Trailblazers, two. Utah Jazz, three. Uh, San Antonio Spurs four. That's another shocker. Uh, the Spurs being five and two. Uh, nobody saw that coming. Everybody thought they were going to be one of the the biggest tankers this year. Uh, New New Orleans Pelicans five. Denver Nuggets six. OKC seventh. Memphis Grizzlies eighth. And then on the outside looking in behind the Grizzlies are the Timberwolves and the Mavs. Uh, so it, it's a big game tonight. It's early season. You know, we're, we're not even 10 games into the year, but you know, the, the Mavs really do need to, you know, show us something against the Utah jazz because, you know, they, they would make the case that they should be five and O I mean, six and O right now, uh, based on how those three losses have gone. They, the three losses they have, they've lost by a combined, uh, margin of deficit of 3.3 points. You know, they had the 14, the 16-point fourth quarter lead against OKC, ended up losing by six in overtime in that one. And then the losses to the Suns and the Pelicans were games where they also had fourth quarter leads, but they ended up losing by two. So, uh, the Mavs, they're better than what their record shows right now. But they're also at the point where they've got to go out and prove it to everybody, you know, before doubt starts starts creeping in. But Mavs Jazz tonight should be a fun one. I'll be on here with my guy Michael Mulford uh, later today. So there's going to be two pods. One day uh, should be fun. Uh, Christian Wood, as of right now, is listed as questionable for tonight. We'll see if he ends up playing. Uh, it says with a non-COVID illness. Uh, kind of odd timing, in my opinion, you know, based on all the stuff that happened with Jake Kidd, uh, you know, earlier over the weekend, I guess I'd say. So we'll, we'll see how that turns out. But it, as of right now, it looks like Christian Wood might not be playing. And uh, that would be that'd be a pretty big blow to lose your second best player uh, against a, a hot team like the Utah Jazz. But guys, appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow morning to give you the rundown on everything going around the league. We'll see you next time.